Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. I'll take your questions. Is it a virus? We don't know. How does it spread? Is it airborne? Airborne is a possibility. We don't know. Is this an international health hazard or a military concern? Both. Are these people alive or dead? We don't know. Right now, the LAPD has pulled out of South Central Los Angeles entirely and is trying to form a defensive perimeter around Beverly Hills. But I don't know how they're going to stop these things. If you're hearing me, stay away from Los Angeles. The city is out of control. This is take two. We're going to try again from the top. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. I with coronavirus. Will come through this computer screen and slap you. Bring it. <laughs> Welcome to Two Broke Geeks. Again, I'm Matt. Again. I'm Justin. Again. <laughs> yeah, we had some recording problems earlier and we're trying this a second time. Okay, so when we uh, were having problems last time, you were telling me about Dark Phoenix, and I didn't hear a word of it. Yeah, so basically, it sucks balls. It is a horrible, horrible film, Um, (laughs) but I'm going to walk you through and see where I lose you uh, Mm. in this. Um, So it starts off with them going to space to save like a space crew from like a broken ship or whatever. That seems okay so far. Yeah. And the Phoenix Force is just hanging out by it. And As it does. Everyone gets yeah, and everyone gets saved except for Gene, who gets uh, completely engulfed in the Phoenix Phoenix Force. And mm-hmm. that is where, like, from the comic standpoint or whatever, that is where it ends for like comic continuity. Okay. Well, for me, here's the thing, real quick. For me, I understand that there is a Phoenix Force story in the comics. I've never actually read the original. So for me, I would have a hard time telling the difference. But keep going. <laughs> it's it's okay because, like, this movie made no sense, like, afterwards. Spoiler alert for anyone who has not watched and was planning to. So they go back and... You like they you get to see them like party or whatever, and then Jean starts going nuts, mm-hmm. and she, she go she kills Mystique in the crux of like like maybe like third twenty five minutes in, like accidentally kills her, like stabs her through the ch- like throws her into like a fence, well, and that kills seems her. all right. Number one, because they were kind of doing that weird thing where they made uh, Mystique. The a good guy, yeah, like a leader, yeah, it made no sense. And also, Jennifer Lawrence was at the point where she didn't want to do those movies anymore. (laughs) I don't see how anyone wants to do these movies anymore. Like, you could just tell by the cast, like, wow. Um, 
then there's the, like so she has the phoenix force and then there's this alien race called the dabari that are coming that come to take the phoenix force mm-hmm. um which i had to look them up because i wasn't familiar with them and they're basically scrolls with <sighs> random okay. powers like they're sure like they oh are. they're just shapeshifters but we're just going to give them powers but then they can randomly some of them can die by regular gunfire some of them can only be died by like submachine gun fire and then others who knows it's like they're just weird and they're led by okay. Jessica <laughs> Jack- Chastain uh-huh. and for the whole time that she has the phoenix force she doesn't actually use the phoenix force till maybe the last 10 minutes of the film like the whole like everything else she does beforehand she could just do as herself that's it's, bizarre <laughs> it, the whole movie sucks so much like there's a scene where magneto gets mad because he finds out that uh gene kills uh mystique so mm-hmm. him and his band of merry misfit mutants go to like take her on mm-hmm. and they have a fight with charles charles has storm nightcrawler who looks like complete horseshit. <laughs> let me look it up and yeah, and um, Cyclops. Magneto has Beast, who like goes to wants to help Magneto. Uh, a girl who just randomly—I don't understand her power set. She seems to control minds, but it's never really, really as mm-hmm. figured out. And a guy who has living uh, braids that he can choke people out with, like octopus tentacle braids. Oh, I've heard of that guy. Oh, you're right. Wow, that is uh, whoo. That is not yeah, a Yeah, it is rough. Um that haircut they gave him. Holy moly. <laughs> he just looks terrifying and not in like the fun terrifying way, but he just looks awful. Alrighty then. Wow. Okay. So basically, I didn't think I didn't think they could make a worse dumpster fire than Age of Apocalypse, but they did. <sighs> I figured. I mean, the trailers were pretty bad, and what you just described to me is also pretty bad. <laughs> this is what quarantine has done to me. Now I'm starting to go through like films that I'm like, oh, these I've that I've been told like are shit, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll give them a watch. Maybe I'll just see. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of bad movies, did you see that video? And I don't know if this is a real video or if it's something someone it's this guy that supposedly found this living this like black goo and it's like oh that's just venom oh yeah no it's it's an actual thing it's someone said it's like a type of parasite something worm no that looks like a symbiote to me (laughs) no it looks a lot like a symbiote but apparently it's like a consider like someone like a lot of people were pointing out i forget the way it was called like an inkblot worm or something it's some sort of like mass of worms of some sort yeah and i was just like part of me was like i want to touch it because if i become Mm. a symbiote because maybe you can become venom (laughs) and then my life would be amazing because the person poking it in the video was poking it with like a stick or something and i was like poke it with your finger (laughs) yeah he's like poking it with a with like a like a hunter knife or whatever but it's just a mass of like a parasitic worm yeah 
okay, sure. I think they're lying. I think I think they're lying lie. too. I I volunteer myself to touch it. And speaking of good movies, real quick, and references to real movies, we are recording this on April fifth, which, if you're in the know, in the year 2063 is the year that Zephram Cochran will make the first warp speed trip and attract the attention of the Vulcans, so that humans make first contact <laughs> with an alien species. So what are we going to do to celebrate? I don't know. I just everybody stay inside so that first contact day can happen in 2063. Okay. When first? <laughs> just, when first con? Well, I was going to say we're doing the exact opposite of contact. I know, but if we if we all go outside and everybody dies, then first contact day will never happen. So that's very true. <laughs> um, I also watched another movie that came out on mm-hmm. Disney Plus this week. Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch that. I watched Onward, and mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, th- I have some minor issues with it. Mm-hmm. So you I've have heard it's to... okay. Like the... it's okay. Yeah, the overwhelming consensus for the movie that I've read is it's okay. <laughs> like in terms of some of Pixar films, other library, it's like middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um. Not a tearjerker for me. I actually had a problem with one of the characters. Okay. Um, Chris Pratt's character, Bar- uh, Barley. Because um, mm-hmm. the character looks a lot like Jack Black. The character sounds like it should have been played <laughs> by Jack Black. Maybe they intended that and they couldn't get him. That's what it felt a lot like. Like I had nothing against it, but it really felt like I'm like it felt weird. Chris Pratt doing this because I'm like Jack Black. This is a Jack Black character. That's funny. But I, I mean, and my only my other complaint was even for a world that's like supposed to be taken over, like a suburban lifestyle for a bunch of mythological creatures, mm-hmm. there only seem to be four or five different races. Ah, uh, well, you have. You have your well, like for like other older older films like Monsters Inc. They sure. like spent a lot of time making a lot of different monsters. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like if you're, it's like you have a cyclops, trolls or goblins. I don't know, uh, elves, a um, dragons, mermaids, and mm-hmm. uh, centaurs. Okay, so there's a little bit more, but it felt. But that's the thing; it felt like there wasn't that many. Felt like there wasn't enough. Basically. Yeah, like there wasn't enough variety because it focused a lot on like elves and mm-hmm. a centaur police officer named Bronco, and uh, mm. and a minute. It's not a minotaur. It's a oh, what is it called? Like a, a centaur? No, it's a it's whatever Octavia Spencer is. She's like a she's like basically a chimera, the lion, a fire breathing lion, scorpion, horse thing. Oh, but they oh, call it oh. something else. Uh, chimera. It is a chimera, but they call it something else, which is the wrong, the wrong term. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it, like I said, it's a, it's okay. Yeah. That seems to be. That's, yeah. That yeah. Pretty much seems to be what I'm hearing about it. So I guess I'll yeah. watch it at some point, but. And then I watched the newest episode of Rogue War, uh, Clone Wars, which mm-hmm. I've liked. So everything that's happened so far, this one kind of sucked. Well, sometimes you'll have that. 
Well, it started this. It ended the same way it started. Ahsoka and two people get locked up by the Pikes for losing their spice, uh, uh, their spice run. They okay. escape. By the end of the episode, they're back in the same cell. Yeah, that's not good storytelling. It really was. I was just like the storytelling was everything in between that had nothing to do with it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, but you're. The idea of good storytelling is for your characters to end up somewhere a little bit different than where they started. Yeah, they ended up in the exact same place. Uh, speaking of watching things, I've been watching on Disney Plus the old 90s Spider-Man series, uh, animated series. And boy, is it making me appreciate all of the changes that they've made to Aunt May over the years. <laughs> because yeah, she's kind of dumb. Not only that, she's like the most stereotypical old lady you can imagine. Like literally, I watched an episode yesterday. It was the first episode that the Hobgoblin is in. Okay. And Peter, no, the maybe the second episode Hobgoblin is in. Yeah, it's the second because Peter's already living with Harry Osborne. So he moves into Harry's apartment and Harry has this big house party And so the apartment gets all kinds of messy and Peter wakes up and he's like, oh, this is the bachelor life. It's a good thing Aunt May isn't here to see this. And then she calls and she's downstairs ready to come up. So when Peter answers the door, he hasn't had time to clean up the apartment. And she's like, oh my. And at that very minute, okay, the hobgoblin comes in to to kidnap Harry and he throws one of his, ga- his his pumpkin bombs and it blows up and he takes Harry and Aunt May is like passed out and Peter calls an ambulance and everything. And at the hospital, the doctor is basically like she's in such a state of shock that she's like, oh, yeah, retreated into herself. She's in a coma for the entire episode. OK, because of this shock she's had that. Of course, we're all led to believe is the shock of having a bomb thrown at her by this supervillain. At the very end, she wakes up and she goes, Oh, Peter, it was just so horrible, so shocking. And he's like, I know, Aunt May, but the hobgoblin is gone. And she's like, Hobgoblin? I was talking about how messy your apartment was. I was like, Oh, my God. I'm like, they did not write that into this shit. She did not spend the entire episode in a coma because of how messy Peter's apartment was. Get the fuck out with that. Yeah, it's it's. I I have yet to watch. Like I, I think today might be a lot of Disney Plus of like cartoons and stuff uh, Mm. before Westworld. Uh, But man. That stuff is so dated. I remember the the last thing I remember watching it, besides the stupid ending with Madam Web, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, the Hydro Man stuff. Oh, I just watched that was like yesterday. Because he was like a weirdly pinnacle character in this series. Yeah, I think it's because of how he... Um... I think it's just because he's so closely connected to Mary Jane, and they kind of had to give yeah. her... I don't know. And he's voiced by Rob Paulson. Yeah, he is. And uh, Shocker is uh, Jim Cummings. Yeah. Shocker. I love watching all those old shows and picking out all my favorite voice actors. It's so great. 
Um, I watched another thing as well, uh, which Was is fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic thing. Um, if you, anyone, like I said, I'm going to promote them every single damn time sure. uh, until they sponsor us. But Shudder mm-hmm. has this really cool show on right now um, called Cursed Films. It's a half-hour documentary-style films where they go to... They, they talk about films and, like, the weird shit that happened, like, on set. Oh, yeah. I heard about this right before it was supposed to come out. Yeah. So, they, it's the same deal with Creepshow. They, they release an episode on a week-by-week uh, basis. Mm-hmm. So, last night was The Exorcist. Okay. Where they, like, kind of talk to people. Like, talk about... They talk with Linda Blair. And mm-hmm. they didn't focus a lot... They fo- they talked about some of the stuff that happened on set, but then they kind of went down this road about like is exor- like is the possibility of an exorcism real or not real? Mm-hmm. Um, but they talked about the set how like they had a couple fires, uh, but the only room that was untouched by the whole thing was uh was the bedroom. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Like everything else was everything else, but then the, like a bunch of people kept dying. Uh, I wonder like, if they're going to put on that series, the Twilight Zone movie, where, what's his name, the director, basically criminally, criminally negligently, ha- uh, uh, Landis, basically had that guy's head cut off by a, or was it a helicopter crash? I think it was a helicopter crash. Yeah. and uh, was, Yeah, but the other thing, the other thing about this, which, uh, which I didn't realize, but apparently they had an actual murderer on The Exorcist. Uh, yeah they talk about that on there as well uh it's a really interesting uh series i can't wait for the i think the next the next one is poltergeist man you're gonna make me pony back up for shutter i was gonna wait till creep show came back but dude it's as i tell everyone else right now they're running a deal i think it's still happening where you can get 30 days for free uh if you use the code shut in yeah, but isn't that only if you've never had it before? Yeah, I think it's only if you've never. Yeah, I've had it before because uh, I watched Creep Show. Dude, I'm telling you, for five, it's like five, seven dollars. It's I worth know, it. Oh, but I also have to still sign up for CBS All Access again so I can watch Picard. Now that that's over, it's just yeah, too many things to subscribe to. Oh, I I understand. I'm still waiting for them to just come up with a package deal where you just. Like, pay a flat fee for all the different apps um, that you want. I'm also waiting for HBO to switch over to HBO Max so that I can start, you know, watching all the shows that I've been missing on cable because HBO Max is going to be having other channels since Time Warner owns a bunch of channels and they're all going to be on HBO Max. So one of them being Rick and Morty which they just put out a trailer yes. for the second half of the season. I know. And I'm so stoked. So looking forward to and I think it's next month. I think it's May that HBO it's Max May. is coming. I I was like drop it early. Everybody's inside. Yeah, I don't see why they're waiting. I don't see why you're waiting. Just make it come out now. But whatever. Speaking of HBO, um, Westworld. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I was running this by Jenny, but this past episode I had a couple of questions. Okay. 
I mean, I thought it was a really good episode. Same. They had some really, really good stuff. But now it's definitely... Spoilers, again, yes. for anyone who hasn't been watching Westworld. But this one kind of focuses more on Tessa Thompson's character. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, yeah, I have a question about her now. All right, what is it? Maybe I have an answer. We'll see. Because, well, we're I have some theories but who do you think is in is the host that's actually inside Tessa Thompson? I thought it was probably the I can't remember the character's name, but you do remember the really skinny prostitute from uh, Okay, that's what I was thinking was Clementine. That's her name. Thank you, Clementine. We were th- like my roommates and I were going back and forth. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Oh, it might be Clementine," but then yeah. the more then we're like, "Oh, maybe it's her father. It's it's Dolores's father because there's definitely some weird, like very like protective things about it." But then we were then I'm like, "No, it can't be her dad. It maybe no. is the That's the- this girl, the girl with the snake tattoo." maybe see i had just kind of assumed it was clementine i guess i didn't think of any but i don't know why exactly i assumed it was clementine i just sort of did Um, i felt like it i I felt like it was clementine just because of how it started off very innocent like she didn't know what she was doing mm -hmm. had no idea what was going on um like who am i kind of deal but then the more I thought of it, especially the part where uh, where she where Tessa murders the guy uh, in the park, like mm-hmm. choking him out. Yep. Um, I'm like, oh, this feels more like the the girl that was hanging out with her with the with the like the snake tattoo. Like, and now I remember how powerful I can be, kind of deal. I don't know. That could be. Uh, I do somewhat that ending. Holy shit. Where she just murders that dude who is, uh, I assume, a child molester. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. um, But I think the whole thing of she is living the Charlotte persona so much. She's losing her own original programming and sort of just becoming charlotte is kind of a fascinating angle to take she keeps carving into herself it's well that's basically what is that like a it's kind of like a stress like self-harm kind of coping with stress thing that is like holy crap (laughs) like um and also uh like i said to you i don't understand why evan rachel wood isn't in everything she is she needs so, to she's so good she's so good <laughs> and i really like the dynamic with her and aaron paul like what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah uh even though i'm a little like i feel like now she's like lying to him because he still assumes she's a real person and everything yes. she's saying is true but not to the extent that he thinks it well, is. He thinks Just she's like, oh. human. He thinks she's human yeah. is basically, yeah. And she definitely hasn't told him the truth, of course. Yeah. But she's and then absolutely having her army set up where Aaron Paul is going to be like kind of like the like right hand man now. Mm-hmm. 
And the the thing I didn't quite, and I guess I missed it. What was that thing they did to him when they were? Uh, oh, the thing at the roof of his mouth. Yes, where they up it's some sort of drip. It's some sort of drip thing that maybe to help dealt like with some sort of injury from being in the army. I'm assuming I, they did I, not explain it. I could tell that they upped his heart rate, and I wasn't sure if maybe it was some sort of like adrenaline thing from when he was in the army that may have made him a more effective soldier of some sort. I couldn't tell. It was weird. I feel like it would be the opposite. I feel like it was something that was just hurting him a lot, like sensory overload or I don't know exactly. Like something yeah. that like it's kind of like what you said, like adrenaline, but I think it was more of a pain receptive thing where it's like you had Maybe, it on to a point where, where it just the, didn't affect they did him as the much. slider thing and then they had like his heart rate go up and then when they did the slider thing back, so i thought it was something to do with his heart yeah i'm not too sure they did not explain it at all so no okay yeah i was just wondering if maybe somebody understood yeah. that better than me <laughs> no you're you're as much in the dark as i am okay um also that what's his name that other guy um oh the that, um Sar, uh, Sarik? Did they call him something like that? Uh, the guy that in the last episode Maeve was talking with. Basically, he's. This is where it's getting interesting because this is where I think we're maybe a little bit out of time. Uh, luckily, this season they're not. Ma luckily, this season it seems like this is all happening at once. But I also sort of get the idea that at some point. He bought shares of Delos and then developed. Yeah, he's been sleeping. He's been sleeping on like shot, like like doing micro mm -hmm. uh, buying so of of shares. He's basically bought up control of the company very slow. But I think he probably did a lot of that some point in the past. So I'm not sure, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird, but we know that he wants Dolores, and now he's working two different sides with mm -hmm. Charlotte or, or and uh, with Maeve. Yeah. Oh, well, I think. Well, not I think they showed us in the trailer that he's definitely going to use Maeve as a weapon. We saw that in the season three trailer. And it looks like, from I don't know if you watched like the next next time on Westworld, we're going to get some more of the Man in Black. Mm -hmm. I've been wondering about him because they left him in a very weird place last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very, I'm very curious to see what. Well, it'll be out by the time this airs, but I'm very curious what tonight's episode will go. How how will go? Same. Um, uh, what was there? No, I guess there's nothing else from the. I do like, however, that this season seems to be more comprehensible than the la last season yeah. they they seemed to try too hard to tell it out of order and i think it made the storyline more difficult to follow i agree this feels way more streamlined hopefully uh, they don't and easier to understand yeah hopefully they don't mess it for up now yeah yes Oh, Leanne and I watched a show that uh, you might like. It's a pretty quick watch. Uh, the first season of a show on Netflix called I Am Not Okay With This. 
Okay, I'm on the fence about this because it has the two char- two girl uh two uh it has Sophia Lewis from it, Yep. And what's his name from it? Yes. And like I watched the trailer mm-hmm. and I was like, oh great, it's another weird superhero stranger things hybrid. It is, but Am it's I good. Kind of, yeah. It's worth checking is out. It? All the all episodes right. are all the episodes are only a half hour each. Um, it's entertaining. I mean, it's not like the best show ever made, but it's also not terrible. It's, it's good. It's worth checking out and it's only six episodes. So it's about three hours of your time to watch the first season. So I am not okay with it. It's based, I guess, on a graphic novel that I had never heard of, but not surprised at this point. Since Netflix seems to be like, if it's a graphic novel, they're going to turn it into a show. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty good in terms of like the weirdest thing about it, though, to me, is that, and I guess it's not even weird. It's kind of nice. It's sort of set like out of time is the only way to explain it. Like a lot of the stuff in it looks like it came right out of the seventies. But also okay. there's like cell phones and stuff. So like it's not – I was saying to Leanne, it's like I don't know when this takes place. And I think that's probably a good thing because a lot of stuff can be aged by looking like very 90s or very 80s. This kind of just takes place in a nebulous time. It's, All right. it's different. Well, maybe – I mean considering that this quarantine thing is going to be going on for a very long time. I might just have yeah. the time uh, to watch it. As well as, um, speaking of Netflix, I know you haven't watched it, but I'm very Tiger excited. Tiger King? No, fuck that. <laughs> um, uh, they, there was a trailer for the sequel to Train to Busan that came out. Uh, I swear i to watch that. It's in my Netflix queue. It has been for a while. <laughs> We, I cannot wait because I love Train to Busan. Very, it's a Korean zombie film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much fun, and I they put out the sequel, the the sequel trailer, but they didn't put out a release date, and it just looks completely nuts. Yeah. Um, someone I follow on Twitter watched Train to Busan for the first time every uh, the other day, and she wrote, "Is." Is the child actor from Train to Busan okay? Has anyone <laughs> checked lately? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that makes me want to watch it more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with some of the stuff they pull in this, I'm curious no one has checked in on her. <laughs> but no, fuck Tiger King. I don't understand why people are so big on this. Um, um, I only know the story from, well, mostly because it's the craziest white trash thing ever. Like I haven't watched the show, but I know the story from listening to what, uh, listening to last podcast on the left because they were actually covering Joe exotic way before this documentary even came out. And it's bizarre. <laughs> it's that's all I've heard. Like, I know I'm familiar with the story as well. And I'm like, I watched like a trailer for it and everyone talks about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I really don't feel like watching white trash like no, this. I mean, that's, I think mostly that's why people, cause it's, it's one of those like lowest common denominator, like watch a train wreck. Can't look away kind of things. Yeah. Because he's basically this 
crazy redneck gay tiger keeper who tried to have a woman killed for money. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, and he no ran interest. for president. <laughs> I have no interest in this whatsoever. I'll probably never watch the documentary, but it's really funny to me seeing everybody like kind of discover Joe Exotic and how fucked fucking weird that is. There's there's one guy on Instagram that I follow that like made a plea. It's like, can you please stop? Because he's from that uh, the same area that like the Tiger mm-hmm. King, like the front same state. I think it was Alabama or like uh, Oklahoma. Like, I don't yeah. even know. And they're like, can you please stop putting my state in this horrible light? You're miss like everyone's taking away that the whole state is like that. And he's like, it's not. We're actually a real bunch of really cool people. You just mm-hmm. put a horrible label on us. Well, it's kind of like how everyone just always assumes that Florida is like the worst place ever based yeah. on the fact that Florida has a – basically everybody knows like the joke of Florida man followed by craziest thing you've ever heard. And it's only because they have – like some sort of law in their state where every crime, no matter how minor or weird, gets reported in the paper. All right. Something like that. So, like, it's going on in every state, but it's not always... Basically, it's like stuff like this happens in every state. It's just we only know it's happening in Florida because of some sort of... They call it like stupid blue collar law. They call it like the sunshine law or something like that, where basically literally everything makes the. I don't remember exactly how it goes. I'm describing it wrong, but I get it though. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, still fucking weird. Whatever. Oh shit. So, oh, but the other thing that happened to me this week is I finally, behind the rest of the world, started playing Jedi Fallen Order. So, where are you right now in the game? I didn't get very far only because I don't have a lot of time to play because, you know, essential employee and all that stuff. I, I'm actually, honestly, I'm thinking about taking a week off sometime soon just because I'm. It's weird leaving. It's kind of, even though everybody else is stressed by being in quarantine, I'm kind of stressed going out into the world every day. It's weird. Yeah. I kind of need It's a, bizarre. Um, but how far have you gone so far? I'm like, only up where are you to, at? I just got to the vault on that first planet. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. So you're get, you're still getting through like, uh, you're going to, unless, here's the thing I'm going to recommend. You're going to come back to that plant at least one, maybe two other times. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll learn like new powers and what, and whatnot as you go. But I would say spend some, after you're done with the vault, before you go back to the ship, explore a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find some stuff that you'll definitely need for later on. Cause basically like I just learned wall running and. That's about it. I can't. Oh man, I can't wait to get it really into it. It's it was so much fun. Yeah. So and the thing that about it to me is like I discussed this with you earlier in the week. I'm not a great game player. Like I don't play a lot of games, and I I don't know if it's I don't have the coordination or what. But 
there's a lot of different controls to remember to do different things. And like, this is one of the first games I've ever, one of the only games I've ever played that also incorporates the R3 and L3. Like you almost never use R3 and L3 in anything. <laughs> so it's totally worth it though. Like I'm, I'm right now I'm playing Borderlands three still mm-hmm. and just kind of chugging along on missions, blasting, destroying things. I have a little monkey friend that comes along and blows things up. Oh, that's fun. Um, it's insane. It is an insane game. And it's just like, a, I know you're not a big fan, but it's just a first-person shooter. Go on quests, get guns, kill more things. That's literally mm-hmm. it. There's like no reper- like the only There's not even really real repercussions if you die. You just kind of spawn in the closest place go back in with like with the same things yeah like it's a very low risk high reward kind of game cool well i have noticed because i did die a couple times um so far in jedi fallen order just from falling off of things while trying to before i realized there was such a thing as wall i hadn't learned wall running yet and you know i tried to jump over i'm like there's got to be a way to jump over this space and surprise there wasn't i had to learn how to wall run first so like i fell off that happened to me a couple times i fell off some shit and i was like oh i guess nothing happens i guess i just reappear back at the top of the cliff that i fell off you just reappear but later on you'll you'll lose things as you go like you Kind of like most of the other like Dark Soul ish games, you g- gain experience points the more you kill things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You like gain levels. I did and notice every time you die, you lose some of those. Yeah, I did notice because I got killed by a very big animal. Uh, that like the next the weird time- toad thing. The what? The weird toad thing. Yes, I got killed by the big weird toad thing, and then but like as soon as I respawned, it was like, oh, gain all your force power by attacking the animal that killed you. And so I did. Yeah. That, I was like, okay, cool. But the one thing with that game that you'll learn, that you'll see, is they want you to come back to all the different planets for, like, specialty mm-hmm. items and stuff. It's not worth it. It's not at all. Like, all right. If it was, like, upgradable weapons, I could understand yeah. that. But it's all liter- literally just cosmetic. Yeah, I did already change my lightsaber blade color because I found the little workbench where I could do that. But it's not like that's like the most exciting thing in the world. But I do like that I can change my lightsaber blade color. You'll get more colors. Yeah, mine is later orange in the game. right now. Mine was orange for the majority, and then cyan for a while. Nice. And still, I was very mad that black was not an option or red. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're not a sith which is stupid i want that option well maybe in jedi fallen order 2 you never know you better you guys get on that which is sucks because um oh i gotta find this because i i just remembered this thing um a lot of video games now are are now they're postponing everything even well, more yeah, later than usual yeah because they can't have anybody going into the studio to work yeah, uh, like the one I was really, uh, uh, the one I was really looking forward to was Last of Us Two. Yep, which has been pushed back at least three times now. Yeah, uh, I've lost track of everything that's being pushed back at this point because everything has been pushed back. Like 
Marvel just redated all their movies. Uh, That's what I'm looking up right now, actually, is the new lineup. Ghostbusters uh, got pushed back like a year. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Black Widow is now taking the spot of the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Uh, February 12th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Shang-Chi is now Mar- is now May 7th of 21. And really none Doc- of that is even... They, they did yeah. all that? I bet none of that even stays the same. Yeah. Doctor Strange is now November 5th, 21. Mm-hmm. Thor Love and Thunder is now February 8th, 22. Yep. Captain Marvel 2 is now July 29th of 22. And then Black Panther is later. Yep. Black Panther 2. Yep. Oh god, yeah. It's going to be a this like from ne- from here until probably next year, everything is is it's going to be a very weird time for all of entertainment. Mhm. Absolutely. I know that uh not that it's anything either of us have necessarily any interest in, but it is just a sign of the times. They Disney had that Artemis Fowl movie. And they made the call to drop it straight to Disney Plus. Yeah. So. Which that's gonna suck. Yeah. Not the like. Look, I don't know about the movie, but I mean like, like. Uh, For Disney financially. <laughs> financially, that's gonna be a gigantic hit, regardless. The yep. the tra- the trailer looked nothing like anything I would want to watch at all. Right. But, like, the fact that they're just going to go ahead and, like, Disney Plus, go right ahead. Yeah, they're going to get a massive hit. Because everybody has been like, well, what if they just start putting them right to... And it's like, no, they're... They're going to lose so much companies money. Companies like, want to put their movies on to the movie theater. That's how they make the most money. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's... it's. I know their their whole thing, everyone's saying it's going to change the industry with the idea that you can just rent on no. regard on on amazon nope. or whatever for like twenty dollars and i think that is going to be a big thing not only that just for the for the immediate future until movie theaters can get back up and running but as soon as they're as soon as i'm back in the back in job back in the job mm. like we're gonna be busy as hell yeah not only that like nobody i know a bunch of people who are like you know they've they're like families of four it's like you know husband wife or husband husband or whatever whatever situation of spouses plus two kids and it's like if you can spend 20 if for four people you can rent a movie for 20 dollars the movie industry is not going to make any money on that because that is way under what you would spend for four people to go to the movie theater yeah so it's it's going to take some time but yeah i a lot of industries are just going to be shit out of luck right. for a while and or just like try to make ends meet with the rental mm-hmm. service uh until the, until um, whatever like i know right now the big thing is i think they're talking about the new trolls film is going to now in the slot to do the same deal where it's like a rental kind yeah. of deal i mean i don't which i don't care yeah plus i don't 
I hate to say it, but I didn't, I didn't even for a family movie, I didn't necessarily see that film making a ton of money anyway. Yeah. Uh, but Rachel Bloom's in it. That's true. That's so there's a true. there's one for us. <laughs> yeah. I've got over here on my Hold on. Eh, let me lean out of frame. This isn't going to mean anything to anybody else cuz I'm just showing it to you, but here's my got this all framed up. Sitting nice. Here. Is it in frame? There it is. I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> that sits right over there. For anybody see, that, I for need, anybody that couldn't oh, see, that was my crazy ex-girlfriend poster. I I so badly just want to buy a bunch of frames right now because I'm like I can actually put put a bunch of stuff in frames and hang them around places. If you order them, uh, I know you probably did. They do the thing. It, you probably can't go to Walmart and buy them, right? But you could probably. No, a lot of the a lot of the stores actually. I know I don't know as much out here, but I know in Vermont and some places, a lot of places have actually chained or blocked off a lot of non mm-hmm. non non essential areas. Yep, if you go into Walmart here right now, you can only go to the food aisle, the pet aisle, uh like the shampoo, the, like yeah, the like clean, the shampoo like and cleaning like- products. And I think like maybe the home improvement aisle for like if you need to get a part for your plumbing or something like that. Yeah. Anything you, I want to do that's just fun, I have to go online, unfortunately. I was going to say, because Walmart has a lot of really cheap frames. You could probably order right from walmart.com and have them delivered to your door. Probably. I, I'm I, Some of the stuff, some of the stuff I have, like I keep contemplating it because that's how bored I am. But I was like, man, I should just do an Instagram live thing and just show, like, just do a, like a random art show. Like, here's stuff I got. Like, just because I'm that right. bored. <laughs> oh, speaking of bored and buying things, I bought a whole bunch of pops online the other day. So. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> what did you get this time? Uh, that is a good question. What did I get? <laughs> I haven't even touched, like, I'm still waiting for my unemployment before I even consider the idea. Um, let me look. Hang on. Um, I know I got, like, the uh, Phantom from Scooby-Doo. I got... Oh, nice. Get those, like, Sco- did you get any of these? Did you get the majority of I didn't get Scooby-Doo any Scooby-Doo's ones? yet. I got, uh... I got the two glow pops, uh, Debbie and, um, uh, well, actually they're Liberty Bell and, uh, Zoya the Destroya, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Scooby-Doo, uh, shit. What Just else got the Phantom. Yeah. Or not Scooby-Doo. The, yeah. The Phantom from Scooby-Doo. Hang on. Let me go into entertainment earth and look real quick. Cause that's where I bought them from. See, I'm probably going to be on Entertainment Earth once everything starts up, or I'll be on Screen Fat- Shout Factory buying some Blu-rays. Uh-huh. Your orders. Here we go. Right here. Now, just everybody wait. Hold on. I'm getting it. <laughs> uh... Oh, here it is. I got uh, a Pennywise. It's the one from the Fun House where his tongue is hanging out. Uh, I got Ruth and Debbie. I got uh, the other two uh, Good Place Pops I don't have, uh, Jason and Tahani. 
and I got a uh, Boston Red Sox. Uh, not that this will mean anything to probably very many people but me, but uh, uh, Red Sox pitcher Chris Sale. Cool. So. Yeah, the ones I'm still probably going to buy are the Killer Clowns from Outer Space ones. Oh, yeah. Because I Clowns. want those so bad. Mm-hmm. I know. Those would be good. I still have a whole bunch. It's ridiculous, but a lot of them I'll probably never have because, like, uh, this morning I was on eBay kind of looking at the rarer ones, and I'm like, who would pay this much money for the – like, I was looking at a Captain Hook one that was, like, $154. I'm like, I'm not yeah. paying $154 for a pop. Screw you. I am uh, – yeah. I was very sad that the Funko store has been like closed down for so long because I would totally walk in there and just spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Funko is furloughing a bunch of people right now, unfortunately. I'm not surprised. So, Everyone is. I know, but it's still, it's like, oh, it sucks. Yeah, I'm looking at my wish list right now, and I'll probably never own most of these because most of them are vaulted, but it's got 290 on it. <laughs> Uh, what's, let's see. I was just doing this the other day cause I was in a Skype call with Jenny, Dave, and part of it was we went through our Funko pops and like, what's the biggest, like what's the most expensive in our collection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have 187 in my wish list right now. Yeah. What is the most expensive? I don't know what the most expensive one in my collection is. I guess I could look at that. The most expensive one I have that's in my collection is on the east coast it's my it's my disney chernenbog from fantasia oh yeah that's a hundred and ten mm-hmm. the two most expensive ones in my collection are joey and chandler from friends those are valued at fifty dollars each yeah my Man, second let's... one is my marvel ghost rider at 75 See what the most expensive one on my wish list is that I'll never buy. Indiana Jones for three hundred and thirty dollars. Fuck you. Let's see. <laughs> never uh, will pay I'm gonna that look much that up. <laughs> Let's see. Price. Give me my price. All right. Most expensive one on my wish list is the Looney Tunes, uh, Mr. Hyde and Bugs Bunny two pack. Three hundred and forty dollars. Again, fuck you. <laughs> never, yeah, no way. Never will pay that much. You know the random one I saw recently that I kind of want is the um, Pride Batman, the Rainbow Batman. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, ah, oh, that's I kind of dig that. Like, obviously I'm not gay, but obviously I support gay people. Like, I'll buy a Pride Batman. That could be fun. <laughs> I think the weirdest one I have not it's not really the weirdest, but I have a three pack on my wish list I really want. It's the three pack, uh, Brer Rabbit, Brer Fox, and Brer Bear. Oh, I was gonna say, is it the three pack of the Chrome Hitchhiking Ghosts? <laughs> that too's on my list as well. Mm-hmm. That one's on my list. I like that one, the Hitchhiking Ghosts. I bought. Uh, I brought. I bought my brother uh, two because he used to work at the haunted mansion. I bought him two of the lesser expensive Funko haunted mansions. I bought him uh, Madame Leota and uh, Constance Warden, the bride from the haunted. I was gonna say like there's a giant version of the Ezra one at yeah. uh, Target. I know. 
the uh, regular sized ones though, because they put out all three, but the regular they're wicked rare. Because uh, they have the chrome version that comes in the three pack, and that's not expensive. But then they have uh, three separate regular sized ones that I think are glow in the dark, but those are wicked expensive. Because I was gonna buy them for him, and I'm like, nope, can't afford those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh... I know it's crazy. That's the thing with um, collecting that is always so weird is the way that values on things change. Like, I don't care how much I want them in my collection. No pop is worth over $300 to me. But That's kind of sure like, like I was in a store before this whole thing went off and they had the... Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner pops, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, they're like sixty dollars each, but I'll cut you a deal, and it'll be eighty dollars. Uh, no, it was it. It was sixty dollars each, but I'll give you eighty dollars for both. And I was like, listen, no, even for I'm not paying eighty dollars for two pops that I can get thirty. Like, yeah. makes no sense. Hmm. It's crazy. It's one of those weird things that I'll never... It's the collector's... Collecting toys is just one of the weirdest things. Into, I guess collecting anything, I've never looked into it, but I guess the value of things based on a collector's market is weird no matter what you collect. It, it really is... It varies. Um, I know I've started getting into... In the last couple of days, I started getting into the idea of getting protective sleeves for my blu-rays mm-hmm. like anything that had I, I wasn't a big sleeve person i think i threw a lot of those out on the east coast because i'm mm-hmm. like this is weight to me i'm like this is wasted uh paper or what cardboard sure except for like specific ones now i'm out here and most of mine have sleeves or steel books i've been getting like these protective sleeves to help kind of mm-hmm. keep them from getting damaged yep because those are actually kind of worth something. Yeah. It, I know. It's so weird. Like, when you ever really stop and think about it, it's always like when when you're buying all this stuff and doing all this stuff, you're like, yeah, this is normal. And then you stop and think about it for just like two seconds and you're like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Whatever. It's the only thing right now that's keeping me sane throughout this whole thing until I can go back to work. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's about it for this week. Um, We'll be back next week. We were this week going to record some kind of commentary track for a superhero film, but we had to reschedule that. Maybe this week we'll get that done. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll take a look on Disney Plus and see what's there. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess for now, bye, everyone. And make sure to listen to our X-Files. Oh, yeah. We, we had a, yep, X-Files, FBI's Most Unwanted. Check that out. I know uh, based on our numbers, yes. if they're real numbers, uh, lots of folks are listening to that. So thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Later. 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 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, following our Twitter at 2BGPod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom on online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.